Grandpa Jim Motivation, Central Station, how are you today? I hope you are doing fantastic, uh, fabulous, um, grand, and uh, hope you are conquering. For if you are not, you are tuning into the right podcast. I would like to get us back on goals, people. Um, I've been you know, off a little bit, a little off of uh, getting a little bit too deep into the work, uh, running the gutter cleaning business, um, have some clients in the social work business that have checked out a little bit uh, through COVID. Um, you know, they've been, some have been relapsing and um, having a tough time and you know, the profession says, you know, you're not supposed to take it home. And it's it's hard not to because the work I do, I do peer support. So I'm on the ground. I'm in uh, a lot of my peers' homes. And uh, we do a lot of activities together. And uh, it's hard for uh, professionalism to get in the way of friendship right? I mean, friendships are so valuable. And to find one and to find a good one and a healthy one. And uh, they always say that um, friends uh, will make... The first time I ever heard this, I got to tell you this story. So I run the Comedy College and the Comedy College, uh, I started back in 1999 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I actually started it because I had a chance to manage a comedy club and I thought, wow, you know, this other comedy venue here in Milwaukee teaches some classes and it builds a little community around the club and, you know, will make the club uh, a little more secure and that you have, you know, consumers and students all supporting, you know, uh, buying food, buying drinks. Uh, bringing their friends out, and so that's why a lot of these comedy schools, they offer the classes uh, for, and that was my intention at first, but my uh, intentions became more pure with the comedy when I realized with my mental health how much that was stimulating me and making me healthy. And um, before I ever came into recovery from uh, alcoholism and other substances and other behaviors. Um, you know, I found this comedy class and I was depressed for like five years. And so, uh, but anyway, so I, and I start taking my classes to Chicago because I thought, wow, I'd like to create, uh, you know, uh, show people what I was shown. I took a comedy class, changed my world, blew my mind, and that I could feel that good from just this thing that I didn't have to put inside my body to try to alter my mood, you know? Like, uh, it was earth-shaking for me, so earth-shattering. And so I decided I would run my classes in Chicago. So I get these flyers made up, and I would run them all over the city of Chicago, um, I'd be down in the loop downtown and I found these boxes that um, you get free newspapers out of. And so I started, uh, well, one time I almost got a fine for $10,300 or $400 in Chicago for putting my um, signs on light poles. 
So I was down in the loop in the, where the, all the big, tall, high rises are. And I taped, I guess, a hundred and three or four signs, and it was a hundred dollars fine for each sign that I had. And so I get into court, and the uh, person, uh, the uh, the uh, prosecutor for the city, the the district, uh, yeah, the attorney, you know, the the attorney that represents the city c- comes together, meets with me. And uh, he's, uh, he, he, you know, I'm going to explain to him in Milwaukee, I put these signs all over and I've never been in trouble for this. And so right away he comes towards me and I am a family guy and I'm trying to save myself from paying a fine of $10,400. And so I says right away, hey, I'm from Milwaukee. And uh, he goes, Milwaukee? Oh, I went to law school at Marquette University. And so I said to him, I said, go Golden Eagles. <laughs> and uh, he said, and uh, our, our Marquette's a very uh, awesome basketball school here in Milwaukee. A lot of pros have come out. A lot of pros that are playing right now, Jimmy Butler, uh, Crowder, and, uh, you know, so... Um, and Dwayne Wade went there and stuff like that. So, and Doc Rivers went to Marquette. So it's got really strong basketball ties. And so they were called the Warriors at one time, but, you know, with the political climate, they changed their name a long time ago to the Golden Eagles. So I said, hey, go Golden Eagles, because they were in the starting their first tournament game that year. Uh, so it had to be March. And then he said, oh, no, when I went there, they were the Warriors. And then I was like, yeah, that kind of sucked, right? I mean, I grew up when they were the Warriors. And he looks at this ticket for $10,400. And it was really hard to read. You really had to study it. And he turned it around on the side and he says, you know, can you pay $30 today? I said, yeah, I can pay $30, you know. I said, I'll give it to you right now. He said, no, no, you got to take it over to this window, whatever. But uh, he says, you know, don't put these tickets, don't put your signs on the light pole. You know, those boxes like those, you know, he pulled me aside and he goes, you know, those like Tribune boxes and uh, the free newspaper boxes, you can tape your stuff on there and you can't get in trouble. So he just gave me a license to promote my business. But anyway, so I put them on the bottom of this box. And this guy uh, calls me eventually. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm just starting out. And you keep taping these signs on the bottom of these boxes. And, uh, and, um, you know, so if you could stop doing that. And I said, yeah, no problem. No worries. And then uh, I said, "Uh, you know, that space on the bottom of your sign, on your uh, boxes on the bottom below the window where they show the newspaper, I said, is empty. I go, how much would you charge me if I bought a sticker and we stuck them on your boxes? And then he said, uh, he said, well, um, I would charge you a dollar per box. And I'm like, well, how many boxes do you have? He's like, I don't know, 200, 300. I says, I'm in, you know, because I figured, man, downtown Chicago, especially in those days, this was like 2001, uh, just after the big planes went into the buildings in New York, and a lot of people were working downtown in Chicago. The city streets were so full. Uh, A lot of the tech businesses were there. And so um, 
he says, a dollar box, I buy this thing. Then he goes, you know what? Two, he says, uh, he's the one that said that to me. You're, you make friends in the strangest places. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to do a full-page article on your comedy school. So then he did it, but he, it was the front-page story, and it had my little comedy college guy logo out there, and every box in downtown Chicago. It was quite, quite the, uh, I'm, quite the. Uh, interesting way to meet somebody and we became friends and then he got in trouble because uh he wasn't supposed to have anything on the bottom of the boxes and then uh so he says i can't charge you anymore and uh the stickers they couldn't get off the box (laughs) so for uh three four years these stickers were on the bottom of these boxes and uh so I got a great deal out of that too, folks. Uh, so that was a long way to go for that. But anyways, I want to get back onto goals. I work off of something called the wellness wheel. Um, it's just a, a really great thing. I wrote a book um, called What Color Is Your Brain Scan? The answer is in your head and habits. And I take the approach that we're really strong uh, in some areas. And like uh, maybe you're strong socially. Uh, and maybe you're not, you know, so then, um, you know, uh, if you're strong socially, I probably don't have to work on that. The idea of the wellness wheel is to improve your life in eight different dimensions, at least the one I work on. Um, so we're going to try to improve you intellectually, uh, emotionally, physically, recreationally. I want you to have some fun in your day and then we're going to make sure you're living in a safe environment or do you want to improve? your environment. Um, maybe you're wanting to put in new kitchen cabinets or whatever. Uh, so that is a goal of yours. How can we make that happen for you? Maybe we need to work a part-time job because maybe you need more income to make that happen. And so um, I work off of that and the book, What Color Is Your Brain Scan? The answer is in your head and habits. Um is uh, to keep you on track. So there's almost every book uh, that I've written um, is uh, a workbook because I believe in action. And so I provide a space in these books to list your goals and then what are the steps I'm going to take to do it. And then every two weeks, you should come back and make sure you're conquering. And that's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I uh, have been um, getting a little caught up in the political atmosphere and uh, a lot of crazy stories going on on there. But I wanted to bring it back down to earth and to basics and to help us each individually thrive. One of my best favorite readings that I ever came across in recovery when I first got into recovery was a a story about a tornado. You know, the tornado, a lot of us in recovery come into the world, we're we're ripping apart our personal lives and we're affecting other people around us through our behaviors and we don't even see it. And then it talked about someday being in the middle of the tornado and being the eye and being, it's really calm in the center. And so my My goal is to help people find that peace of mind, slow things down while the whole world is spinning around COVID, uh, politics, um, you know, bills are coming in and no income and to still be that calm 
influence in the world. And so, uh, you know, today, um, what are your goals? What is your main goal? Is it financial? Is it, um, you know, is it uh, that environmental thing? Do you want to improve your home? Um, so today would be a good day for you to take a time out. Sometimes, you know, uh, big ships, big, huge ocean liner ships. I had a son, my son living next door now. He uh, used to work on the ships in the wintertime, the Great Lakes freeze. And uh, we're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right on the Lake Michigan. The city sits right on the lake. And um, so when these big ships that float around the Great Lakes come in, um, they, they come into a port in wintertime and they're forced to take a break and uh, my son would work on crews and they would go in and clean these ships the oil compartments where the motors are and hose that stuff down and uh, you know refurbish the so I want you to think of yourself as the big ship today and you deserve a break like you are not intended I think American culture pushes people to work more than they want to um you know there's a famous marketing study done where um a company took their uh company to like el salvador or something because they could get really dirt cheap labor but they found out the people in that country didn't want to work eight hours a day they weren't working eight hours a day because their worldview and their um their cultures and their value was that we don't work all day. And so the factory uh, kind of didn't get what they were looking for, you know. So, um, you know, and I think our culture breeds work harder, work faster, get that new car. And we're fed those messages every time you put a TV set on, you know. So, um, so that book is really good. And the reason why it's called What Color Is Your Brain Scan? Because if you have depression... If you have anxiety, um, if you, there's new technology out there too that people that are suicidal, uh, you can see the parts of the brain that are affected by these things. And it was profound for me when I got into the drug and alcohol counseling and uh, mental health work was that people's brains looked like they weren't functioning when they came in from using and abusing substances and then 90 days uh 180 days their brains light up like a christmas tree they get the activity back in and uh so that was really profound to me and then um, i make a statement in the book that you tell me what your habits are and I will tell you if you're not sleeping, if you tell me your habits are I'm not sleeping, I'm drinking uh, four to eight beers a day, I'm overeating, I will tell you your brain scan uh, is not going to be looking all bright and colorful. It's going to be depressed. And so there's some real factual stuff today that you can see on a screen. It's not guesswork anymore. Like uh, the guy that wrote the, uh, there's a doctor that gave an opinion in the AA Big Book in 1935. And he had these theories that today are proved that um, it's a disease. And, uh, you know, and so we can see that with technology today. So the book starts off with that and then it gets into goal setting. 
And, um, you know, I've had people that uh, the most of my population that has read my book have been locked up in jails or or prisons. (laughs) And then write me and say how it helped them, you know, quit drinking or smoking or whatever. So the book does have some value. The county of Milwaukee is going to use the book as soon as we can get back together. It was just it just got approved and I was supposed to run some classes for the city of Milwaukee and it's been shut down by the covid. Now the program I work for is looking to use the book online and uh you know, I want to help people. Um so uh please look at your goals. Um, you know, and it will show you how to set a goal, you know, what's the main goal, and it's going to help you create the steps to get there, and uh, that would be a great tool uh, for these conversations, and if you want to look at a, um, I'm going to have to get going here, I got a social work meeting really soon, but I want to get you back on goal, so how are you at, if you set up some goals with me a while back, are you failing miserably? Are you still with them? Um, today's a day to sit back, reflect, slow down. Um, you know, the big ships got to come in and get some rest too before they go out and do hard work. So a uh, great time of year, uh, you know, the summer is fading fast. So uh, time to reload and uh, we'll uh, conquer. So, hey, uh, thanks for hanging out with me. Um, try to help a neighbor, try to help a friend, uh, try to listen to somebody that's having a hard time. And uh, if you could, uh, if you feel you don't have anything to give somebody today, please try to give a smile and uh, have a wonderful blessed day. Thank you very much.